This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the New Books Network. Hello. Welcome to the New Books in Jewish Studies podcast. I'm Ari Barbalat, and today I'm honored to be in dialogue with my guest, Dr. Golda Achiezer. She is Associate Professor in the Department of Jewish History at Ariel University. Today, we will be in dialogue about her new book, Historical Consciousness, Haskalah, and Nationalism Among the Karaites of Eastern Europe, published in Leiden by Brill, 2018. Golda, it's an honor to be in dialogue with you today. I'm tremendously grateful. Thank you, Ari. To begin, can you kindly tell us about yourself? Where did you grow up? What events in your life inspired the scholarship you would engage in as an adult? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Moscow in a period of uh, Brezhnev stagnation. Uh, my father he was also a researcher, inter- interdisciplinary researcher involved in philosophy, history, sociology. He was also a dissident and brought, brought home books on history with a criticism of the regime. Of course, it was forbidden and dangerous, uh, but these books, which I read from 1314, uh, just stimulated me, uh, asked numerous questions about the life, the history, the society. And in addition, I uh, sought uh, uh, for more information on Jewish culture, Jewish history and tradition, but uh, uh, there were almost no books about uh, these issues, unless official anti-Semitic works from which we tried to extract grains of information. And at the age of 14, I met a group of Jews who studied Hebrew in underground and I joined them. Um, And uh, four years later, I applied in, submitted an application to immigrate to Israel. I was refused and I couldn't study at the university. And only in 1987, when I was already married with a little daughter, I was permitted to go to Israel. And then I started my university studies in Israel and I I chose Jewish history. What inspired your interest in the Karaites? Um, it was uh, an expedition uh, organized in, uh, in 1997 by Benzwi Institute uh, for the, the study of the uh, Jewish communities in the East 
uh, in Jerusalem. I was then a student and uh, our purpose was to investigate the Karite roots in the Crimea. We went to the Crimea um, and uh, we wanted to um, investigate the possible Khazar roots of Karites uh, as it was claimed by Ehud um, Ya'ari, who was Israeli journalist and the popular Israeli television personality uh, who um, produced documentary series, The Khazar Kingdom. Uh, surprisingly, uh, we encountered in the Crimea an opposition of the local Karaites. Uh, they wanted us um, to leave the place. They told us that they wouldn't allow us uh, to research Karaites if we uh, consider them Jews uh, and not Turkic people. Uh, although, in fact, there is no any connection uh, uh, between the Karaites and Khazars or other Turkic people. Uh, I just face a phenomenon uh, uh, of a quite arbitrary construction of identity and historical memory, which wasn't uh, backed by any documental uh, evidence. And this made me to uh, overthink how to research uh, such a phenomenon. It just in this period, some solid schoolers told me that uh, this is quite accepted today to write history without using primary sources or documents. Uh, this is a postmodernistic approach that uh, Every perception or idea is ra rather a narrative. The facts themselves uh, or history documents are the result of the um, author's construction or researcher's construction. Uh, everyone has its own narrative and all the narratives are equal. And there is no difference between um, history and fiction as Haydn White uh, uh, claimed, uh, as the boss are the uh, product of uh, imagination. Uh, I saw this approach as uh, canceling the foundations of historical research. Uh, in this same period, there are uh, many uh, archives and libraries in uh, the former USSR including uh, Karite uh, collections, they were opened uh, for researchers. And this was an unprecedented uh, challenge to discover many interesting things instead of, uh, instead of narratives. Uh, uh, and uh, it just, um, it is another, uh, the work with archives, with manuscripts, it's quite another view of history. Uh, although it's never uh, exactly the history, uh, it never exactly repeats itself. Uh, but it has similar tendencies and 
which are caused similar factors. And uh, in, in through the ages, uh, and uh, in, therefore the historical um, memory with the presence of historical consciousness can serve a repository of a pr practical experience, both personal and for a whole society or even civilization. Uh, and I, I see it uh, in fact as the message for uh, readers of uh, my book. What inspired you to write this book? What message do you hope to convey to readers? I think this is uh, the message um, about the, my view of history, which I mentioned. So uh, um, all the events uh, with this expedition and all my contemplations about what is history, how to, to research the historical sources uh, uh, against the background of the alternative to deal uh, only with narratives just uh, uh, <laughs> inspired me. My, my conclusions uh, inspired me uh, to write uh, these books, which is uh, totally, uh, completely based on the uh, docu uh, heavy documental basis, uh, manuscripts and uh, uh, all kinds of documents. What are the primary themes in your book? What argument does your book advance? Um, I would say that the main heroes of my book are the current intellectuals from the Middle Ages to the uh, modern times with their perceptions of current and Rabbanite history and self-identity. Uh, the book is seeking their perceptions in various uh, texts, historical, polemical, ex exegetical, uh, mainly historical, of course. Um, and uh, my book traces the factors, um, social and cultural factors, which uh, influenced this perception of current um, history and identity among, uh, and among them, I just can uh, give examples. Um, one of them is Karait Rabbanite's um, medieval polemic, polemics, uh, when uh, their historical perception in, um, was uh, as uh, the successors of Kingdom of Judea uh, in the uh, writings of uh, Al-Kirkisani or followers of Shammai, the perception uh, about the existence of Karais um, in, uh, in the second, in the period of the second temple. Uh, another factor uh, is the Christians and Protestants who, um, Protestants writings, who ideal, uh, idealized view of Karaism uh, um, uh, uh, 
this uh, influenced on current writings in the 17th, 18th centuries uh, when they developed anti-rabbinic line, which um, they found in uh, Protestant writings. Another factor is a Haskalah movement in the 19th century spawned um, modern historical research that served Karaites uh, as, an, uh, um, as an instrument uh, for their transformation from the Jews to the so-called biblical people or descendants of the 10 lost tribes or the Khazars. Uh, uh, one of the main arguments uh, of my book is that um, the period of uh, both uh, European Enlightenment and uh, Jewish Haskalah, um, uh, there was a strict link between uh, three elements, the development of historical research, the forgeries of historical documents, uh, which included also pseudo-scientific apologia of uh, these forgeries, and modern nationalism. Uh, this uh, paradoxical combination can be explained uh, as follows uh, that new uh, historical scholarship as well as uh, modern nationalism, which developed in parallel uh, as an outcome of enlightenment, uh, led to the histor uh, historical forgery as it was a perfect tool for serving a national idea of any kind. And we can see it among Karaites, among uh, Jewish masculine, and among the uh, European uh, historians. Who is Andan Ben David? Can you say more about him for us? Uh, yes, uh, Andan Ben David, according to the scholars, uh, uh, starting from the, from the uh, 19th century uh, and until the recent decades, uh, um, who was uh, defined as a founder of the uh, Karaism. And even Sadia Gaon uh, writes uh, that uh, Anand Ben David was justifiably appointed, uh, not appointed, a position of exilarch uh, of Babylonian Jewry. Um, and uh, he uh, established his own movement, which was Karait movement. Uh, contemporary scholars, however, uh, have another view uh, on the inception of Karaism. Uh, Haggai ben Shammai claims that the Geonic epoch was a formation, uh, a formative period for Judaism, for uh, Jewish exegesis, uh, for halachic practical uh, practices, and more. And uh, in fact, the views of Anand ben David 
were not too exceptional from many rabbinic authorities of this period. Uh, and uh, um, uh, therefore, uh, most of the contemporary scholars uh, uh, consider Anand's movement as a separate one from Karaism, which took form about uh, um, uh, 150 years after Anand. Uh, and just some principles uh, of his teaching were uh, later adopted by uh, uh, the Karaite movement. Um, uh, the, the Karaism itself uh, begins in the late uh, 9th century um, after the uh, uh, first Karaite scholars uh, of the 9th century, Benjamin Havendi, um, and especially uh, after Al-Kirkisani, Yaqub Al-Kirkisani, who initially represents in his book uh, of lights and watchtowers, quite current Karaite uh, tradition of exegesis, halacha, and uh, even Karaite history. According to him, uh, the all heresies, heresies um, Rabbanite, Samaritan, and Sadukin rooted in the changes made by, made by a biblical king, Jeroboam ben Nevat, to the Torah commandment, the commandments. Uh, Al-Kirkisani identifies um, these heretics uh, with him and with the kingdom of uh, Israel and the Karaites with the followers of Solomon dynasty and uh, the kingdom of uh, Judah. Uh, we can see in Kirkisani's book both anti-Rabbanite polemics and at the same time historicization of the Bible and even a struggle for the history, uh, whose history and historical memory is right. Uh, and this phenomena is quite uh, uh, widespread uh, in the medieval uh, current uh, literature. Uh, and uh, I, I would like to add that interconfessional polemics started with uh, Sadia Gaon was a highly significant factor in the systematic development and formation of the Karite uh, religious principles uh, through forming their arguments uh, uh, based on a scriptural uh, analysis. Um, these polemics brought uh, um, to the development of a multi, uh, multifarious uh, apologetic literature uh, in subsequent, uh, subsequent uh, uh, periods of current uh, history. Uh, in addition, um, these polemics resulted uh, the uh, crystallizations of uh, two competing entities, the Rabbanites and the Karaites with a separate identity and separate uh, historical uh, consciousness. What is your book's contribution to the history of religions? Um, Karaism, uh, from its inception, uh, 
defined the oral uh, tradition, I mean, Mishnah and Talmud, is a false and arbitrary invention of uh, the rabbis and rejected uh, the legitimacy of its transmission. Uh, and in spite of the specific features of Karaism, uh, we can see in the wider context of uh, a comparative religion, a religious phenomena, uh, uh, can see it as a, uh, uh, we can see a common paradigm uh, uh, to various religion, the search for balance uh, between oral and written uh, traditions. The contradiction between proponents uh, of oral tradition and its opponents usually includes attempts of the former to substantiate uh, its giving source and repre uh, represent the oral uh, tradition as a complementary part of the major canonical written text. This position encounters uh, usually a radical scripturalism. It is a strict adherence to the body of uh, scripture and its literal meaning as a sole canonical uh, basis of faith and law. Uh, and uh, um, uh, in fact, scripturalism is a reaction to the growing influence uh, on the oral, uh, of the oral tradition, its authorities, and its institutions. Uh, we can see it in Islam. We find a controversy be, uh, between uh, Shi'is Shi and Sunnis on the authenticity of a, a Sunni oral tradition. Uh, and uh, we can see also Christian controversy between uh, Catholics and Protestants um, and their polemics also uh, uh, includes um, uh, uh, it's uh, a similar situation when we can see a, a polemic between the, um, the existing Catholic um, transmitted oral tradition and quite radical uh, Protestant uh, scripturalism. And in practice, we see um, in current case, uh, uh, we can see it in, in fact, in all these cases, that over time, scripturalism gradually deviates from the chosen course and uh, uh, creates its own transmitted uh, tradition, adjusting uh, their teaching to, to some uh, vital uh, uh, social and intellectual needs, while keeping the original principles uh, of scripturalism as an ideal. Can you outline the history of the further spread of Karaism? Uh, yes, uh, the, uh, the golden age of uh, uh, Karaism in Jerusalem, which uh, was an important uh, cultural center that uh, existed from the late 9th 
and until uh, the end of the 11th century, when the city was con uh, conquered by crusaders who massacred its Jewish population. Um, this center pro uh, produced very important uh, works, mostly in Arabic, on theology, exegesis, uh, grammar, um, by current sages uh, such as uh, Yefet Benelli, uh, Yosef Al-Basir, uh, Abu Faraj Harun, uh, and many others. And um, Jerusalem Karaites define themselves as uh, um, mourners of Zion, uh, who mark by ascetic practices and special liturgy, uh, liturgy uh, associated with the messianic redemption. They called others, uh, other Jews to come to Jerusalem. It was a pure Karaite idea uh, in order to bring messianic times and rebuild the temple. Uh, and they saw the Rabbanites uh, um, as an impediment for redemption for their unwillingness to, to come to Jerusalem. Uh, current communities appeared uh, in, in Egypt and uh, in Byzantium uh, in the 10th century at least. Uh, and uh, uh, the Byzantine le um, leaders came, uh, community leaders, intellectuals, came to study uh, in, under uh, Jerusalemite uh, teachers, sages. One of them was Tobias ben Moses, who went to Jerusalem and after that was involved in a, a project of translation of the sages' works into Hebrew in order to make them access available to uh, Byzantine Greek-speaking uh, uh, Karaites. And according to Tzvian um, Kori's uh, opinion, for ideological motives, uh, the Hebraization of a Byzantine Karaism. Other current communities uh, appeared in the uh, North Africa, and during the 13th century, um, we find evidences about uh, current communities in the Crimean Peninsula, and some of the Crimean Karaites uh, um, later immigrate in 14th and 15th century to the uh, Poland and Lithuania. How much is known of Karaite literature in the medieval and early modern periods? Um, Anand ben David claimed, search well in the Torah and don't rely on my opinion. This appeal for individual um, interpretations adopted by early Karaites and this gave an impetus to the individual creativity uh, in the uh, Karaite Bible exegesis. Uh, um, 
Uh, the researcher Meira Polak also emphasizes that current scholars developed in this period shots exegesis uh, in, par in parallel with the rabbinite scholars from Islamic lands and Spain. As such, they, uh, um, uh, the use of uh, the pshat, with, which was the uh, main exegetic me method of Karaites, um, um, created a wide common ground uh, of Karaites with the uh, Spanish and later Sephardic scholars. Therefore, uh, we find that the Karaites uh, from the late Middle Ages uh, made an ample use of rabbinate Spanish literature, um, especially Ibn Ezra, Maimonides, uh, Bechai Pakuda, and many others. Uh, and uh, the Karaites were focusing on the scriptures. They had quite a solid basis in the knowledge of Hebrew and its grammar. Um, the knowledge of Hebrew was one of their principles of faith. Um, and it regarded a condition for the correct understanding of the Torah and its laws. Uh, therefore, they also use the works of Ravanet grammarians, such as uh, Judah, even Kayuj, Radak, and others. Uh, the Karaites uh, developed in the Islamic, uh, Islamic world, world and Byzantium. Uh, um, uh, therefore, it was opened um, for um, even adopted Rabbanite or a, um, tradition, which in, included um, secular sciences especially astronomy and philosophy. Uh, and if we uh, look current uh, bookshelf, we find there such books as A Spirit of Grace, The Basic Principles of uh, Sciences, Midrash HaChokhmah, which was the 13th century uh, first Jewish encyclopedia written in Spain, uh, intentions of the philosophers uh, on, Arist uh, on Aristotle by the Muslim philosopher uh, Al-Ghazali uh, um, Al in Hebrew translations and many other scientific uh, uh, books. Uh, among the most known current poets, uh, I can mention a Moshe Dari uh, from Egypt, who lived in, in uh, 12th, 13th century, and Caleb Afendopolo from Constantinople, uh, who was a very prolific poet who um, composed many secular poems, uh, which he did dedicated, for instance, for his wife, or for exi uh, Rabbanite exiles uh, from Spain, from Lithuania, and many others. Uh, during the 17th, uh, 18th centuries, um, we find numerous historical chronicles 
region by carriage of the Crimea, um, where they depict uh, local wars, natural disasters, uh, and the events in, in Jewish communities, ethnic conflicts, taxations, prices, and many other uh, uh, data and events which are very essential, essential in our research about the history of these communities, uh, the history of other peoples and the history of the Crimea uh, and its uh, neighbors. Um, in Eastern Europe, uh, the Karaites write uh, poetry also in a, a Turkic Kipchak language, which they brought from the Crimea. Um, and uh, they continue uh, use this language uh, as a, uh, both as, as a spoken and literary language uh, until the 20th century. Um, uh, in the period of Haskalah, there is many uh, poets and authors, both in the Crimea and in, uh, in Lithuania and Poland. Uh, one of the Crimean poets is Eliyahu Kazaz, who also was a famous poet, uh, uh, enlightener, pedagogue, um, uh, Judas Sabuskan, and many others. Uh, Aaron Katik, who wrote in Russian and a Tatar uh, Karait ethnolect, uh, the head of the local community, uh, writes uh, poems, plays, uh, short satiric um, stories, and some, sometimes in the spirit of the Russian realism, uncovering the problems in the Karait society. Um, uh, I can mention uh, also about the study of uh, Kabbalah by Karaites, which is a, a quite an interesting uh, issue. Sure, please. Um, the, the, uh, it's pretty a commonplace uh, among the researchers that uh, um, uh, Karaites, unlike Rabbanites, uh, were never involved um, neither in mystical practices uh, nor in the uh, Kabbalah studies. However, today, according to the existing manuscripts, uh, uh, we see that these practices were quite widespread, uh, uh, both among the common people and within a scholarly class. Um, and about the Kabbalah studies, uh, the most pro prominent Kabbalist was Simcha Itzhak ben Moshe Lutsky, who lived uh, in Lutsk, today is Ukraine, in the uh, 18th century, related to the Crimea, uh, who wrote uh, numerous books and exegesis, uh, Halakha, astronomy, uh, he um, propagated Kabbalah study among Karaites. Uh, 
as he saw it as a part of a, a, a common Jewish heritage given to, to Moses on uh, the Mount Sinai. Uh, in his book, uh, Livnata Sapir, uh, Lutsky uh, uh, presents his view uh, on the history of Kabbalistic tradition, as well as uh, its uh, main uh, concepts, uh, especially the Kabbalah of uh, uh, Ari, uh, Rabbi Yitzhak Luria. And he refers uh, exclusively, of course, to the uh, rabbinic uh, rabbinite authors, such as Ibn Ezra, Nachmanides, Yitzhak Arama, uh, Moshe Cordovero, Chaim Vital, and of course, uh, Yitzhak Luria, um, and Sefer Yitzira, Sefer Azor, the book of Azor, and he uh, even criticizes Maimonides for his uh, restrained position uh, towards uh, Kabbalah. Although, uh, according to Lutsky's claim, uh, uh, Maimonides uh, had his, uh, read the book of uh, Zohar, uh, but he didn't. Use, but he didn't use this opportunity. Um, uh, for Lutsky, Kabbalah uh, was a true Torah wisdom. Uh, unlike philosophy, he writes, uh, he compares philosophy with uh, even with adulterous uh, women. Uh, Lutsky writes uh, that uh, hundreds of uh, Lithuanian Karaites, um, Karaites scholars, in the 16th and 17th centuries were involved both in the theoretical and practical Kabbalah. Also, we don't have any confirmation about it except some texts of Kabbalah which can be found in Karait private libraries. Lutsky saw himself as um, the last transmitter of Kabbalah teaching uh, in his uh, generation. How did Christian Hebraism construct and remember the Karaites? Uh, Christian, yes. Um, uh, in fact, the Protestant scholars uh, were pioneers of uh, Karaite studies during the 17th, 18th centuries. Um, and uh, it, uh, their interests uh, found its expression in contacts, correspondence, and the collecting of uh, a Karait manuscripts. Uh, this interest was uh, triggered by polemics between Catholics and Protestants. Uh, the Protestants saw the Karaite case and their conflict with uh, Rabbinite Judaism as a historical, a historical analogy uh, uh, of uh, the controversy between the Catholics and Protestants. Uh, they view uh, also it uh, as a pure scripturalist movement uh, that rejected the obsolete 
oral tradition uh, similar to the Protestants' re rejection of the Catholic, Catholic oral tradition, uh, which uh, Protestants uh, equated with the Talmud. Uh, Protestants um, um, they believed that the uh, researching of the Karite uh, original uh, Judaism, they saw it as original, would help them understand the processes that uh, Christianity had undergone uh, um, from the, its inception to the, uh, until the Reformation and to correct the distortions brought by a Catholic church. I will give an example. Jacob Trigland, a professor of Semitic studies at Leiden University, asked questions about the origins of the Karaism and about the differences between them, uh, between them and, and Rabbanite uh, Judaism. And one of the uh, contemporary current sages, uh, Mordechai ben Nisan, wrote the book Dod Mordechai uh, as an answer to Trigland's um, questions. Uh, even Swedish King Charles in this period, Charles XII, who invited in Poland, asked Karaites about their faith and the differences between them and Rabbanite Jews. Uh, uh, the Protestant Hebraists who asked uh, these questions already had a clear opinion about it. As Trigland uh, um, wrote in, in his letter, I saw that current wisdom and interpretation uh, interpretations are superior uh, to their of the Rabbanites um, and their Talmud, uh, as light is superior uh, to darkness. Uh, and um, they created a very specific image of Karaism. Uh, the Karaites appear in numerous uh, um, Protestant writings as representatives of the uh, ideal, most original and enlightened uh, form of Judaism in contrast uh, to its Rabbanite version, uh, defined as a Pharisaic Judaism. Um, and they saw Karaites as honest, highly moral, hardworking, uh, rational, uh, and far from superstitions. Uh, and all this due to their adherence to the scriptures and rejecting the Talmud, which usually was defined in Christian tradition as a source of a moral corruption and uh, uh, prevented them to see the Christian truth and as a source of anti-Christian uh, blasphemy. Uh, so 
the Protestant uh, perceived Karaites as a kind of proto-Protestants and believed that they would be the first Jews to convert to Christianity, of course, Protestant Christianity, and uh, will serve a model uh, for Rabbanites in the future. Uh, Christian millenarians such as John Dury from Scotland even gave the Karaites an important role in the messianic process, uh, which would include uh, on his view, the return of the 10 uh, lost tribes to the land of Israel, a battle at Armageddon in which the Karaite uh, army would fight at the side of Protestants uh, and the conversion um, of all Jews. Um, of course, this image had a certain uh, impact and influence on Karaites. Mm, um, this um, influence uh, also on the character of Karaite studies. It was partially adopted later in Chokmat Israel, Wissenschaft des Judentums. And uh, of course, it uh, influenced on the self-perception of the Karaites themselves who were familiar with it. There was an interaction between, as I told, between uh, the Karaites and Protestant scholars who transmitted their own orientalistic fantasy to the object of their research, uh, um, who adopted this fantasy for their own uh, social uh, needs, uh, using it for the construction uh, of their national narrative. Uh, during uh, the fight of uh, uh, emancipation, for emancipation in the um, 19th century, Karets presented this idealized image produced by Protestants to the authorities and this was uh, one of the factors, although indirect factor, resulted in improving uh, the social status of current communities. How did the Protestant image of the Karaites influence Karaites' own self-perception? Uh, as I explained, <laughs> um, they adapted this image. Uh, they used it for uh, receiving civil rights. And it also impacted um, on their uh, relationship with Rabbanites. Um, they, um, from, the, uh, from the end of the 17th century, they begin to develop an anti-Rabbinic a line in their literature exactly according to the um, Protestants' claims about the Rabbanite Jews, comparing uh, these Jews to the Karaites, uh, to the Karaism, uh, and using, in fact, uh, um, the uh, 
Protestant terminology. What was the Chochmat Israel movement in Europe of the early 19th century? Who were its primary scholarly luminaries? How did they perceive and regard the Karaites? Chochmat uh, Israel, recent Shazdes Judentums, or academic Jewish studies, uh, appear in the first um, decades of the uh, 19th century uh, in Germany. Uh, its researchers uh, applied the modern methods in the study of uh, philology, Jewish history, grammar, uh, and more. Uh, Jewish studies, uh, in addition to the pure academic purposes, served a vehicle for the improvement uh, of the legal studies of the German and European Jews. Uh, and they also intended to reduce the anti-Semitism by demonstrating the contribution of Judaism to the European civilization and providing the facts about Jewish people and Judaism. The studies of Karaism appeared as a part of the Chochmat Israel. Among the prominent scholars who searched Karaism were Leopold Zuntz, Itzhak Marcus Jost, Abraham Geiger, Moshe Steinschneider, Moritz Steinschneider, and many others uh, who were successors of Haskalah. And uh, at the same time, the followers of Jewish reform movement. Uh, these researchers, like Protestants, uh, who were seeking new pure form of Christianity anticipated the modern uh, a renewed form of Judaism and the returning uh, to the scriptural uh, roots. Uh, they perce uh, perceived the movements of Anand ben David uh, uh, as a rebellion against uh, Talmudic authority associated with the distorted interpretations and obsolete laws. Uh, but uh, if the Christianity saw the Talmud as a, a source of moral corruption and blasphemy uh, against Christianity, um, also preventing from Jews uh, the conversion, uh, the Jewish maskilim, especially reformers, saw um, Karaism, uh, uh, so uh, sorry, so, so uh, uh, the Talmud is a factor that prevented the Jews from enlightenment, uh, from modernization, and causing a, a narrow mindedness. Uh, Basing their research on the uh, Karaism, uh, on the Protestant uh, researchers' writings, these reform researchers uh, considered Karaism as original pre-Talmudic pre version of Judaism as an enlightenment, enlightened movement with the rational uh, principles. 
uh, Jewish studies, Bokhmat uh, Israel, appears also in the Russian Empire in the 1840s. Um, and uh, it is quite similar in their attitude toward Karaites. Also, we can find idealization and even romanticization of the Karaites. Among the scholars were uh, Avram Bergotlover, Efraim Deynard, uh, Avram Harkavi, Daniel Wolson, Simcha Pinsker, and many others. Uh, as there were a community, current communities uh, in Eastern Europe, Maskilic scholars uh, viewed the study of Karaism as of a special importance, and they felt responsibility as the elder brothers of the Karaites to assist their younger brothers, both in dissemination of the ideas of Askala among them, and preserving the, and investigating the courage uh, heritage, considering it as a part of common Jewish legacy. Moreover, uh, many of these uh, um, Russian, Eastern, East European uh, maskeem even sought uh, the unification between the two groups under a banner of the uh, Haskalah. And this masculine ideology created uh, a common ground for rapprochement between the two groups, between Karaites and Rabbanites, and literary scholarly uh, cooperation that lasted uh, about um, uh, 50 years. What were the similarities and differences in worldview between Karaite Maskilim and Rabbanite Maskilim? Um, the Karaites, uh, who had uh, also been influenced by Haskalah, also um, called for changes in traditional Karaite society, took interest in Hebrew literature, secular education, integration into the general society. However, unlike Rabbanite Maskilim, um, the, the, the Karaites didn't intend uh, to unify with the Rabbanite Maskilim, with Rabbanites in general. And uh, they uh, quite rapidly abandoned their tradition. Uh, in addition, uh, Karaites, Karait Maskilim saw as one of the outcomes of Haskalah, the disappearance of the Talmud. Uh, for these reasons, uh, of course, Maskilic hopes uh, of a Karaite Rabbanite uh, confederation couldn't be realized similarly to the uh, Messianic. Uh, hopes of the Protestant uh, millenarians in uh, Europe. Can you describe the history of Karaite Jews' emancipation in Eastern Europe? Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> the modernization in Karaite society, uh, as well as Rabbanite communities, of course, began following the Russia's annexation of the Crimea in 1783. Uh, and annexation of the 
parts of the Polish-Lithuanian uh, Commonwealth um, in the same period. Uh, and uh, um, uh, really dramatic changes occurred under the Russian as well as Austrian uh, rule, which annexed also uh, Eastern Galicia. Um, uh, this annexation affected uh, current legal, legal status and the sense of their identity. Um, following the uh, annexation of the Crimea, the Karaites appealed to Tsarist officials with the requests to be distinguished from the Rabbanites. In 1795, the current delegation from the Crimea appeared to St. Petersburg and obtained from Empress Catherine II an exemption from the double tax imposed on all the Jews of the empire, a right to purchase real estate and other privileges. Uh, later in 1827, the Karaites were granted exemption from the compulsory military service. And in 63, uh, they were granted civil rights, which made them equal to uh, of Christian uh, citizens. There were a number of factors why, uh, unlike the Rabbanite case, uh, uh, the, um, the, the uh, Karaites uh, win the success uh, in uh, granting them emancipation. Uh, among these factors, there were close ties uh, um, of economically a powerful current leaders with local administration and courties. A quite a high number of wealthy Karaites, especially in the Crimea, um, who um, were perceived the officials of useful citizens or exemplary Jews, dissimilar to the poor Rabbanite masses uh, from Poland seen as a potential uh, treat, of, uh, uh, treat to Russia. Um, the small side, the size of courage community also was a significant, uh, significant factor. There were uh, 200, uh, um, uh, uh, to, to more than 200 uh, Karaites in the Crimea following the Russian annexation. And according to the census of uh, 1897, they had grown to uh, almost 1,300. In contrast, in the same year, the Rabbanite population in the Russian Empire numbered uh, um, five million uh, two hundred fifteen. Uh, but the most important factor um, was the creating a new current image distinct from that of Rabbanites, 
uh, which this image was created by uh, Karait um, leaders. Um, and uh, this uh, image, as they planned it, was uh, uh, met the criteria for emancipation. Um, the, the, these leaders, such as Mordechai Sultansky and uh, Avram Firkovich, uh, was, uh, was also supported by pseudo-scientific apology and forgeries of uh, their own historical uh, documents. Who is Mordechai Sultansky? Um, Mordechai Sultansky was one of the first uh, autodidact uh, historians uh, um, from Lutsk, Mordechai Ben Yosef Sultansky, uh, the head of the Lutsk community, um, who uh, was inspired by Haskalah literature. Uh, he composed his major uh, work Zecher Tzadiki, Memory of the Just, after the visit of the Tsar Nicholas I and his retinue to the uh, Crimea, this, to Futkale, the city, the, the previous Karait uh, um, center, traditional Karait uh, center uh, in 1837. And during this visit, the guests asked current uh, um, community leaders and members on the history of current settlement in the Crimea and about their literature, prominent historical figures, uh, and other questions. And anyone could not answer them. This was very awkward situation, but this gave Sultansky an impetus to write a new current history, which intended to be a, an instrument for promoting the civil rights. Uh, so this Sultansky book aimed to demonst uh, at demonstrating the allegedly special relations uh, between Karaites and Christians. He claims that um, during the history, all the car, uh, Christian authorities um, um, gave, uh, granted the Karaites special rights. Uh, as an example, who wrote about the uh, crusaders, uh, their um, conquest of Jerusalem, which, um, as we know, ended with the uh, massacres of all Jewish population. But according to Sultansky, uh, Baldwin, the first uh, crusader king of Jerusalem, uh, claimed that Karaites were uh, not in Jerusalem uh, during the second um, temple, and they didn't uh, hurt Christians. Um, intend that they didn't take part in the crucifixion of Jews. And they are a honest and righteous people. 
Sultanski further uh, argued that due to Baldwin's love uh, to Karaites, he granted them uh, residence char uh, charters in Europe and in the Crimea. Um, of course, there is no any historical uh, uh, evidence about uh, such uh, facts. Uh, Sultanski's writings sug um, suggested such a historical narrative as the rescue of Byzantine uh, uh, Emperor Constant Constantine V by Rav Sangari. Rav Sangari, uh, this is um, a character for, uh, called Haver in Judah Halevi's uh, book, Kuzari. Um, uh, this Haver uh, uh, um, converted the Khazar king to uh, Judaism. But in Sultanski's book, uh, Sangari um, converted the Khazar uh, king to Karaism, not mm -hmm. to Rabbanite Judaism. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, in addition, he met the Russian prince, Vladimir the Great of Kiev. Uh, we see that um, here, we can see here an attempt uh, uh, to incorporate courage history into the Christian and especially uh, the Russian one. Uh, of course, uh, this, <laughs> this impossible um, event because the Karaism uh, in the ninth century, when according to most uh, researchers, um, uh, the Khazars converted to Judaism, the Karaism still wasn't a crystallized and organized uh, movement with uh, its uh, um, um, with its uh, teaching and uh, a principle of faith. Um, Who was Avraham Ben Shmuel Firkovich? Why does he warrant the detailed attention that your book devotes to him? Uh, okay, Firkovich uh, was the disciple of uh, Mordechai Sultanski, also from Lutsk. Uh, he was a public figure, uh, figure um, a, common, uh, a leader of Karaite community and ar an ardent collector of ancient Jewish manuscripts, whose collections were uh, considered um, and are considered among the largest in the world. Uh, Firkovich adopted the ideas of Sultanski, especially his theories on the ancient origins of the Crimean Karaites, uh, uh, and supported these ideas by his fragmentary knowledge from the books of Chokmat uh, Israel and from writings of modern Russian historians. Firkovich, uh, in uh, 1822, relocated to the Crimea and uh, later started a series um, 
uh, of expeditions in the Crimea and Caucasus uh, supported by the authorities and initiated by, by the general governor, uh, Mikhail Vorontsov, um, who uh, also supported the, the current communities. Um, Firkovich's task was the search of the uh, antiquities, uh, history artifacts, and manuscripts, um, and further writing of an account of current history for Russian officials. The authorities were interested in a, a cultural appropriation of the newly annexed uh, Crimea by researching its artifacts uh, for further incorporating them into the Russian history. And the current leaders were interested uh, in attaining emancipation by means of creating a new documented current history linked to the Russian one as well as uh, creating a positive image of the uh, Karaites, uh, allegedly distinct from the Rabbanites, uh, historically, culturally, and even anthropologically. Uh, Firkovich uncovered uh, ancient tombstones in Karait cemeteries and gathered uh, manuscripts from the Crimea, the Caucasus, Lithuania, the land of Israel, Cairo, uh, uh, Istanbul, and more, uh, and uh, created a new version of Karait's origins, Karait history. His aim was uh, demonstrating the critical role of uh, the Crimea as a prominent uh, current cultural center with flourishing communities already in the early mid Middle Ages, uh, with sages and study halls rooted in strictly biblical Judaism as opposed to the Talmudic teachings. He presented um, the Karaites as a descendants of the exiles of Samaria following the con conquest and uh, destruction uh, and destruction of Samaria in uh, the in um, 722 BCE. Um, in fact, the descendants of the ten lost tribes. Um, and uh, uh, according to him, uh, to Filkovich, in the fifth uh, century BCE, uh, the king Cambyses uh, offered uh, them the Crimean Peninsula as a reward for the services to his throne. Firkovich also developed Sultansky's idea about the current role in the converting of Kazakh king to Karait Judaism, adding that Kazakhs and Karaites are mixed through the marriages. 
while understanding the importance of historical documents for modern research, Firkovich substantiated his ideas by fabricated uh, allegedly um, ancient manuscript inscriptions, colophons. Uh, they aim to prove uh, the connections, among others, the connections between Karets and Khazars. Uh, one of them was his forged dedicational inscriptions uh, uh, on the authentic copy of the Book of Prophets. Uh, Prophets. This inscription uh, intended to testify that some Hoshana ben Samuel from the Crimean Karaite community of Onhat dedicated in the 9th century uh, this book to the Karaite community of Chufut Kale in the Crimea. Uh, however, as we know, the city of Onhat uh, never existed. And the, the city of Chufut Kale was established more than 400 years later. And in addition, uh, as I told, uh, the courage movement was only in the stages of its uh, shaping. Firkovich uh, didn't uh, hesitate to add uh, ancient dates for changing existing dates. Uh, in, uh, to, to earlier ones on the current burial uh, tomb inscriptions in uh, the current cemeteries of the Crimea. Uh, he changed letters uh, on the epitaphies uh, to the earlier dates um, in order to prove the early uh, presence of the courage of the Crimea before the crucifixion of Jesus. Uh, he also invented great figures of Karaite history, uh, who in reality has, had never existed, uh, and uh, also connected them to the Crimea um, in order to convince his audience, uh, his readers, researchers, uh, of the authenticity of uh, his find, uh, findings. And he tried to use scientific language and methods uh, of critical uh, research in order to be more uh, convenient. In, um, during his travels, um, when he was seeking for antiquities, Firkovich uh, became acquainted with leading maskilim uh, uh, of the Russian Empire, such as Bezalel Stern, Daniel Holson, uh, Gotlover, uh, and Simchapinsker, and many others. Some of them mentored him in working with historical documents and setting forth uh, his ideas, as well as promoting his publications in the Maskilic periodicals such as Hakarmel, Hamagid, Hamelitz, Zion. Firkovich uh, and other uh, leaders succeeded in making uh, 
the courage issue uh, a part of public discourse and thus promoted a change in uh, their legal status in Russia. At the same time, Firkovich laid the foundations for a Judaization and uh, um, assimilation of uh, his community that uh, rapidly occurred uh, from 1990s and uh, in, during the first decades of the 20th century. Uh, although uh, his activity was controversial, it had an important influence on the development on the field of uh, Jewish studies uh, in both um, Eastern and Western Europe. Here, the phenomenon of forgeries also had a side effect. Uh, it challenged the researchers uh, to uh, conduct scholarly debates, um, to re-examine history sources, uh, and uh, um, to, uh, uh, to construct al alternative uh, theories. And all this gave an impetus uh, to the development of the Karaites uh, and Jewish studies uh, in general. What were the unique features of Karaite nationalism? Um, Karaite nationalism, um, in Eastern Europe had uh, unique properties completely unparalleled in the European or Jewish world. It demonstrates an ability uh, to alter na national, national history, uh, matching it uh, to the cultural and political agenda of the uh, locally dominant national nation be uh, they Russians, uh, Poles, Ruthenians, or Turkic people, uh, at the same time detaching themselves from Judaism. Um, we saw the efforts of Sultansky and Firkovich to incorporate the history of uh, Eastern European and the Crimean Karaites within the history of uh, ancient R R R R Russia and Russian Empire. Um, uh, the modified versions of current medieval tradition um, regarding the, dis uh, um, the destruction of the Samaria and ten lost tribes. Uh, in addition, uh, current uh, leaders um, demonstrated ability to represent two different sets of concepts, one before the government uh, and Russian society as ancient people with special religion, uh, descendants of 10 lost tribes, um, and uh, another for intra-Jewish um, use as Jews. Uh, this duality was accompanied by separation uh, of the religious and ethnic identity of the Karaites. Who is Saraya Shapshal? Why is he a person of prominence? 
Sarah Shapsha was a Crimean karate diplomat, orientalist, and a graduate from the St. Petersburg University and the leader of courage communities of the Crimea and Lithuania. He was a proponent of the uh, Khazar and Turkic origins, uh, um, the theory of the Khazar and Turkic origins of the uh, Karaites. And he almost totally Turkified the Eastern European Karaites during the um, 20th century. The model of current nationalism uh, of Shapshal uh, was, uh, uh, was inspired by um, the pan-Turkism of Kemal Ataturk. Uh, when, uh, while in Istanbul in the 20s, um, 1920s, Shapshal uh, witnessed the accelerated reforms in Turkey, uh, which aim was to uh, realize um, a secular model of nationalism with a new identity, Turkic identity or pan-Turkic identity based on the history of the Turkic people, yet uh, uh, almost without Islam and Arabic, and including um, European culture. Uh, the central elements of uh, Shapshal's view were the Turkic language spoken by Karaites and uh, Turkic uh, influences on Karaites uh, folklore and customs, some of which he created by himself. Um, Shapshal, uh, for instance, uh, replaced um, the Star of David on the gate of the Troki Synagogue in Lithuania with a Tatar Tamga seal or stamp uh, um, used by uh, European nomads. And he gave um, the Jewish holidays uh, Turkic names. On his opinion, Karaism was a distinct religion like Christianity and Islam. Uh, at the same time, Karaism uh, uh, was uh, represented, according to Shapshal, the early Christianity and accepted Jesus and Muhammad as prophets. Uh, according to him, the remnants of the pagan beliefs um, including the belief in two gods, the bad god and the good, the good gods, and um, pagan practices um, that allegedly survived among Karaites were the proof of their affinity with Turkic people, Khazars especially, and um, the lack of connection uh, of Karaites to the uh, Rabbanite uh, Jews. Uh, so, um, following Shapshal, Eastern European Karaites, the Crimean Karaites, uh, began denying any connection um, to the Jewish people, a denial that, in addition to the, the Judaization and assimilation, would uh, prove. Uh, 
life-saving for them in the Holocaust a few de decades uh, uh, later. As we bring our dialogue to a close, what do you hope that listeners got out of our dialogue today? Um, um, I think uh, it's uh, the importance of the connection between historical uh, past and uh, um, our present life, uh, including it, all its uh, problematic. Uh, an important uh, Russian um, researcher, scholar, Mikhail Bakhtin, uh, precisely expressed it as follows. We level at the other culture uh, at the past new questions that it never asked itself, and it replies to us. In the process, new facets and depths of meaning are revealed with it. Thank you. I'm tremendously grateful for everything you generously shared. Thank you for your erudition, eloquence, and extraordinary insight. Thank you very much, Ari. As we bring our dialogue today to a close, what are you working on next as your current project? What are you working on now? Mm. Um, recently, I have been working um, a lot with manuscripts uh, from 14th, 16th centuries uh, from the Black Sea regions and Mediterranean, trying to reconstruct uh, cultural life uh, of this time, um, the ties um, between the communities and um, to trace the transmission of texts between Karaite and Rabbanite communities. Another project which I would like to start is a book on various patterns of the Haskalah in the Russian Empire in comparative perspective between Ashkenazim, Karaites, Bukharan Jews, and Mountain Jews. Wow. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a marvelous idea and a marvelous initiative. Thank you. I, yeah, I wish you the very best of luck in that project. And I can hardly thank you enough for everything that I and our listeners have learned from you during the course of our dialogue today. This has been a genuine blessing. Thank you very much, Ari. As we bring our dialogue today to a close, I am your host on the New Books Network, Ari Barbalat. Today, we have been discussing the new book by Gulda Achiezer, Historical Consciousness, Haskalah, and Nationalism Among the Karaites of Eastern Europe, published in Leiden by Brill Publishers, 2018. Gulda Achiezer is Associate Professor of Jewish History at Ariel University in Israel. Thank you.